How's it going, guys? Welcome to the fourth episode of the Heart of the Jungle podcast. Today, we'll be discussing Zach Taylor's appearance on the Dan Patrick Show and kind of dissecting everything that he's had to say so far. Before we get into that, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter, Heart of the Jungle Pod on Instagram and Pod Jungle on Twitter. Another shout out, my man Drew Collins is doing awesome things on his YouTube channel. He's doing a sports podcast about all things sports, DCTV on YouTube. Go ahead and give him a subscribe and uh, his link to his Apple podcast is also in the description. So go ahead and shout that guy out. He's doing awesome things over there, both going into sports broadcasting and trying to get our foot in the door in the industry right now. So big things going on over there. Go ahead and check him out. So like I said, Zach Taylor made an appearance on the Dan Patrick show. Kind of important because Bengals executives don't really do stuff like this. I know when I was listening to the interview, Dan Patrick was saying how, you know, Mike Brown would not come on that show. Other executives from the Bengals would not come on that show. They They just don't really operate that way. And he was very surprised when they were able to get Zach Taylor. And so was I, but I like it. I like that he's trying to adapt and and kind of conform to how the league is changing and it's getting more transparent. There's a lot more stuff that fans know about the league that we wouldn't have known 20 years ago, even, even five years ago. So he made that appearance, obviously talking about the draft, obviously talking about that number one pick and everyone thinks that they're going to go with Joe Burrow. And although he does not say that explicitly in this interview, he does hint at it. And that's kind of what we like to see. You don't want to come out and say directly that you're going to take him number one overall. Now, the league has not mandated that they hide the number one pick. I don't know if that's been a theme in years past, but he did make that clear that the league has not come out and said, don't release who you're picking number one. That is an organization thing only. And I think that's also important because you don't want to come out and say who you're picking number one. Um, You want to be able to hold on to that pick and and entertain these trade offers, which is what they're doing. He said that they've listened to trade offers, and that also wants them, makes them want to keep the pick even more that there's so many trade offers because he says, you know, when you look at a guy that can change your franchise over the next 10 to 15 years, he's definitely worth looking at, and that's somebody that we see in Joe Burrow. And he's also saying that with so many teams trying to get that pick, because they know what's at stake with that pick and they know who they can get in Joe Burrow, that makes it so much more worth keeping because they know they're doing something right by picking Joe Burrow with the number one pick if so many people want him. I've seen that you know the Dolphins want to move up and, and try and give a lot of a lot of picks to the Bengals. And sure, it could work out that way if they were to get four first round picks, including the third one for that number one pick, but if they're willing to give up so much for it, wouldn't that just entice you to want to keep Joe Burrow even that much more, which is kind of what he's saying. So good to hear that they're not necessarily coming out and saying that they're going to pick Burrow because they want to entertain these offers and they want to see what they can get because there is an offer out there, I'm sure, that would make them want to give that pick up. There is an offer, I'm sure. He says that there's nothing really that could go on right now that would change who they would pick at number one if they have the number one pick at the draft. So not ruling out a trade, but saying that if they do not trade the pick, that the guy that they're going to pick number one has is probably not going to change. And we assume that's Joe Burrow, again, did not say that explicitly, but that's kind of what he's implying here. 
Uh, Dan Patrick obviously asked about Joe Burrow because, you know, so many people say that he's going to go number one. And he, he asked him, what is what's your favorite quality about Joe Burrow so far that you've seen? Like what, uh, And about the draft class in general. And he said, you know, Burrow, along with other quarterbacks in the draft class, get the most out of their teammates. Obviously, Burrow was surrounded by great talent and receiving cores and a good offensive line. But he got the most out of them day in and day out. And he may have even raised some of their draft stock by playing so well, you know? And and that's the thing. You see these quarterbacks that may have really good receiving cores, but they get the most out of them. Or they may not have good receiving cores, and they still find ways to win. You look at Tom Brady. Not, not a great history of receivers, especially over the last three years. And still two Super Bowl appearances. So... You know, a guy that can get the most out of his teammates and and win with less, even though Joe Burrow may not have proved that he can win with less last season, you kind of have to assume that he can do that. Uh, He asked, Dan Patrick also asked, what's the most important characteristic for a quarterback that Zach Taylor holds at number one? So what's the most important characteristic for a quarterback that you want on your team? And Zach Taylor said that he wants a winner. He wants somebody that... You know, is going to go out there and does what it takes and doesn't leave anything on the field. Or, you know, so gives it as all. Gives 110% effort every single time and, and doesn't want to lose. And I think it's funny because Joe Burrow was on Dan Patrick's show a week ago and said that, you know, if he had to describe himself, he'd say that he's a winner. He hasn't had a losing season since he started playing football and he wants to continue that with any organization that he continues his football career with. And... I would not be surprised if it if it comes out that that's something they had talked about in their meetings again um, with the new adaptations to uh, interviews with the prospects. You're allowed three FaceTime calls a week, and each FaceTime call is an hour long max. So, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised to to see that that Joe Burrow had talked about that because we know that Mike Brown and, and Zach Taylor have been on calls with Joe Burrow. And I would not be surprised if, if that's the case, if they talked about that together and uh, definitely plan that out. He uh, says he's more excited than nervous for this draft and really likes where they're at, really likes that with this new situation where everything's going to be remote and from their own house, that they like that they have the number one pick where they're going to have 18 hours in between picks for the first couple rounds to be able to figure out who they're going to take at number one and who they're going to take in the following rounds. Obviously, if you're farther back in the draft, like at 18 or something, you're going to have a harder time trying to get everybody on the same page because they're not all in the same room. Uh, and obviously, they're going to be on a call together, but it's a little different. And I, he definitely, if he would have said that he's nervous about the draft, I don't think anyone would have blamed him because there's a lot riding on this pick. You see so many times that... They make the teams make mistakes in the draft. Switching over to basketball, you look at Kawhi Leonard to t- taken, excuse me, fifteenth in the draft after Marcus and Markeith Morris. You probably would look back now and say, "What were they thinking?" Obviously, Kawhi Leonard would be the better pick, but you don't know, and that's why that's why I'm trying to say that a lot rides on this pick. Tom Tom Brady going in the sixth round, 199th pick. You know, a lot of teams looking back would probably say, "Yeah, I'll I'll take I'll take Tom Brady and uh, six rings uh, before the sixth round." You know, it's, it's the same thing every time. And 
So there's a lot riding on this pick is what I'm trying to say. And, and it'd be okay if he's nervous, but he's excited. And I think that means that they're very confident in the guy that they're going to pick. And that's what we like to see. So glad Zach Taylor made this appearance. Glad that it seems like they're headed in the right direction. All good things for Bengals fans. And that's all I have for you guys today. A couple things before I do sign off. Working on getting an, a YouTube setup together. Uh, it's kind of tough to find a spot. A lot of people running around the house and don't really want that much background noise. I'm sure there's background noise in this podcast now. I apologize for that. I'm trying to get the best quality that I can. But trying to find a good setup for where I can use a camera and, and video myself doing this. I will still post on Apple Podcasts, but it will also go on YouTube. Um, also, you know, not a lot of news flowing around right now. I need more ideas on what I should do podcasts on. Didn't do one last week. There wasn't really that much going on. Thought it would be a good idea to talk about this Zach Taylor interview. So if you have ideas of what I should be talking about, go ahead and, and send me a DM through either one of my accounts. Again, Heart of the Jungle Pod on Instagram, Pod Jungle on Twitter. Um, so my DMs are open. I will respond. And any questions or ideas that you have, I'll probably do one on the offensive line coming up. Uh, not sure if I'm going to do a mock draft per se, but I will for sure do a draft reaction. I'm not totally familiar with the college players well enough to uh, feel comfortable giving my opinion on those players, and um, I could do a little research. I I probably will do that um, and maybe do a mock draft, but definitely a, re- a draft reaction and, and just kind of like say where I want them to keep going after, after the draft and based on the positions that they filled and the rest of free agency. Um, again, go ahead and check out my guy, Drew Collins, DCTV on YouTube, doing great things. DCTV again. Um, go ahead and check him out. Doing awesome things. We're both trying to go into sports broadcasting. And that's all. And I will see you guys on Friday.